New digital technologies are driving a step change in enterprise business transformation. At the Digital Twin Podcast, we explore the intersection of technology and business. What should your digital twin look like? We're live. Digital Twin Podcast coming from the hours in the afternoon, morning, wherever you guys are listening. Um, Hari and Omar here talking about facial recognition. Hot topic. It is a hot topic these days, and everywhere you turn, everybody's thinking about it, right? I mean, it's so hot that we have the technology in our phones already, right? A lot of the latest um, smartphones have some facial recognition technology that allows you to identify you and, and, and open up and unlock the wonders of the the iPhones or the you know the the Google apps or whatever, right? So I think you it's have a great to keep your eyes open to unlock. Oh, you can't do it with the eyes closed. It can't. It can't notice it. Is that what you can't? You can't hold it in front of someone who is taking a nap and unlock the phone. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You know what? I never thought about that. I never thought about that. Not uh, that I tried, but uh, it's important to know. No, I think so. I mean. You know, so then that technology alone is quite dynamic, would you say? I mean, it's absolutely. I mean, who who today thinks that it's some of the you know greater technology? I mean, what are, what are people using it today for? I mean, what, I mean, when you look at the vast applications of this, what what is it being used for today? You know, have you thought about that? Yeah, I mean, when we first talked about this topic is uh, something important to discuss with our community. Um, you know, I, I think we talk, talked about some of the companies that are already starting to either ban or ban the sale of technology to the government or ban the research uh, on the technology, right? But to your point, we are using it, right, on our phones, Um the technology is available today and is being leveraged. Uh, in fact, Amazon made the news uh, in the last couple of years for selling this technology to the U.S. government, right? Um, and so, you know, the question is, is it being used in the right way, right? Is, is that, is that, or, or, or is it that the technology is at a, a transitional phase that it's not good enough well i think you're hitting to the point of the technology how reliable do we need it to be right before we adopt it right i mean that's i mean is it reliable today is it reliable enough is it is it good enough today right it's a philosophical question <laughs> well i mean that's i mean or I mean, is it a is it a confidence in percentage, mathematical question. A confidence level of yeah. accuracy, right? I mean, no, you don't have to be accurate, but you just have to be, how, how accurate do you think you are? So here's the question. How accurate is accurate? Is it that, you know, is it good enough to be more accurate than human? Or do you have to be a 100% accurate? <clears throat> Excuse me. That is a good point, you know. So today, like in the medical field, you know, 
you can have x-rays uh, or scans evaluated by by the computer and if you can evaluate those scans at an accuracy higher than a human doctor who would you know who would be able to look with naked eye and make a determination is that good enough well i guess it depends on the application right what is being used for i think so good question so in you know in in tumor scans where a doctor is not able to identify maybe certain certain things that are not visible to human eye but it's it's actually present in the scan could be identified by a very efficient um, computer and you know could it be a red flag i mean that's the point that you're asking about a could it raise a false positive but in that case false positive is not bad you're simply taking another look at that patient right you're not making a bad decision yeah you know i think as anything as we talk about digital transformation and different technologies you know i think it's it's a layered approach that makes the reliability of what your application is doing more reliable and robust you know relying on just one piece of technology or one strategy or one way of or one perspective can can yield you know certain false positives where people start to not believe in that one piece of technology but when you got two or three different technologies that are validating and confirming some of the data that mm -hmm. it's seen now you're looking at a much more vibrant reliable uh, application of multiple technologies and but it may not be just technology right you're saying you're augmenting human decision making process so it may be pro providing assistance to the human who is already making decisions on this so back to our topic on voice uh, facial recognition how does this how does this really play out why is this relevant right i mean that's the big question well, why would it be important to have facial recognition in the first place? I think that's a why? fundamental question. Why, yeah. why, why is it needed? I guess the question is, is it needed? And if it is, for what purpose? Like, what is the need for it, right? And that's... that's need is a strong word. I mean, what is the need for... Is that a luxury or is it a need? I mean, what is the purpose of facial recognition? Yeah. I mean, is it... It's a great question. It's, is it to identify? I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is, is identifying an individual, right? Or maybe, I mean, I, I just, that's the application, right? You're, you're, Which is exactly it's why identity. IBM is pulling back. Yeah. So you IBM, know, we, we... IBM is pulling back? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. What are they so, doing? Well, they have stopped research on it. Oh, wow. uh, and Amazon has put a moratorium on sale for the next year. To the, I believe it's to the U.S. government, but don't know specifically. And that was announced in June as well. Um, but I think it, the, the essence of it might be coming back to what you just discussed, right? We know of technology that today identifies humans to be uh, present in, let's say, an area where humans shouldn't be present. And that could be due to safety reasons, right? That you know, where be. you're in an industrial facility, you know, someone's walking into an area that 
you should not be in. There's a, it, there's a safety uh, risk right there. And you're not identifying a person by name or by face, but you're identifying that a human is a present and that is, that is high risk, right? It's a high risk area. But why do you need to know who that is? Versus what it is, right? Yeah, versus what it is. Is it a cat? Is it enough to have know that a human is there or do we need to know more about that human? Correct. Right? I think that's where you that's where you're that's fun, that is what uh, I'm getting at. Is what, that's fundamental. fundamental to this question is I, I think what you asked is really at the bottom of this. It's probably, you know, I mean before you even get into the accuracy of it and whether that is an augmentation in assisting humans in identifying a problem, it is to identify the person. Exactly. I mean, that's the only reason to do it. I mean, to have that, right? Right. But, and and, and you start to, to peel the, 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 the onion back and you can't really peel it back further than that, right? I mean, yeah. that's the true nature of the application, right? Yeah. Yeah, it could be used for great things, you know. Yeah, I want to know if that person is allowed in that area for security purposes, right? For safety purposes, as you mentioned, right? I don't want to be able to, I don't want to go and try to identify somebody, me, a human, identify some, somebody to say, hey, you shouldn't be there. I want a machine to do this for me. Or I want an automated, you know, technology to do this for me. And, you know, you ask the, the fundamental questions. Is it important? Is it really value added? So, you know, in a restricted area, it may be valuable. Today you have scans, you know, you have uh, HID cards that you scan and walk into a facility uh, or an area within a facility and you know who is in there. And for safety reason, you know if that person is certified uh, to be in that, you know, and trained to be in that, in that area. Um, and you could do that, a quick scan would tell you that, right? Um, but is there, you know, there's other technology that's available today yeah, that you can deploy, right? Exactly. So do you really need an additional technology? And then the question is, why not, right? I mean, that's the other question. Why not? If the technology is available, why not? That's a very thought-provoking question. Why not? I mean, I think it's what wise people, you know, what some people always say, you know, why not? You know, if it's there, we got to find a use for it, right? You know, is it, and, and it comes back to the fundamental point. Is it necessary to know the identity of an individual, the exact it's, identity? It may be more efficient to use a single camera to maybe identify who's walking into a certain section of a facility, for example, uh, rather than using an identification like a, 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 an HID card. Um but I do go back to your question. I don't think I can justify a, you know, a good answer for is it necessary? Well, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. all everybody that's trying this technology and trying to implement these technologies in different applications should ask the fundamental question, is it necessary? I mean, look at, we could ask what are the biggest phone makers in the world, is it necessary to have a facial recognition security app versus your fingerprint? It's again, convenience, efficiency, speed, right? But is it really? 
Well, with the facial recognition on, on your phone, it is a matter of convenience and security at the same time, right? It is. But is it a, that much more valuable? Because well, to me, if, I pick, is, if it, I pick up the phone, I normally pick up the phone with my finger ready as I pick up the phone to be on the, the home screen to allow maybe, it to open. Maybe wearing gloves. That's true. I could be wearing gloves. I could be. Especially if you live in a in a cold, uh, you know, region, you may be wearing, you know, uh, most of the year, half of the year, maybe more than that, right? You'll be, you'll be packed up in winter clothing. Well, I, 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 I'd argue the that if 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 we really needed facial recognition, why don't you make voice technology better? It could recognize your voice. Your voice being able to unlock the phone alexa does it today right google does it google mm -hmm. home google alexas they both do it but you know let me ask a different question and maybe take a different angle to it if we were to use facial recognition where would you be needing it or where would anybody consider the application of facial recognition a good technology to use yeah. or technology not even say don't, don't you maybe good or bad is a bad way to put it right a technology that is a valid application yeah i think i think the way that facial recognition technology can be used is in a way of a free-flowing environment right where the doors open for you because they know you you don't need to go and use your thumbprint to put in a code to actually do anything you walk into your environment in a much more seamless way but secure way that it's it, it almost feels as you mentioned you make life a little easier it's convenient it's convenient not a necessity absolutely but it just makes me feel better that Nothing is obstructing me to what I need to get to. And the world knows that I'm coming into this space and it's reacting to me because it knows me. So then, if that is the case, the question then is, what value does it bring in an application that makes it uh, infinitely more you know, effective or uh, adding value than other methods to identify uh, a person or, or, or rec you know, recognize your identity. I mean, it may be you that may be using it for your own use. Maybe you want to walk into your house and the house recognize you, open the doors, you know, it's just a set, you know what I mean? So there may be, it, it may not be a third party. So is there enough value? I think, I think, Facial recognition can go farther than identity, if you really think about it. This is where this would be truly uniquely adopted, right? Where we call this the non-verbal communication, reading your emotions, your, your facial expressions, how you feel, what's going on. I think facial recognition technology could almost understand how you might be feeling and might be able to respond 
to certain things on how you feel. So when you say it's not just about convenience, it's more than that. So which brings us to maybe this is the next human machine interface. That's very, very unique perspective. See how we've passed the most critical identity core into who you are and how the machines can affect or really interact with your world. I mean, this is, this is the bridge of machine and human at its core, right? Absolutely. And I think we hear a lot well, about this, you know? Yeah, if the machine, uh, you know, needs to understand you, your emotion, your responses to what's going on around you or, you know, get some feedback, a direct feedback for the machine, maybe that facial recognition is necessary. Um, now, given the amount of time we've got left, I think we also need to hit on another important aspect. If this is great, if it identifies you and if it has great value and it could be the next generation HMI, then what's the problem? What's the problem with adoption or with people kind of? Yeah. Why, so, what's the worry? What's the concern? Well, I mean, I think the jury's too out about a worry or concern because we don't know if it's that good or if it's not, or it's too good. It's too good it's scary or that it's not good enough to, well, wait a few years, right, to use it. I mean, where do people believe that facial recognition technology is today? I mean, that's the premise of this, right? So it really are does they come scared down to that it's so yeah. good? Are they not adopting and, and abandoning it because it's not good enough? You see what I'm see? See, this is yeah. this is the fundamental core. I think it is more more, you know, at least from what I can tell, it, in the in the couple of companies that that have made some movement on it, right? Um, that is something to do with the latter. I think they fear that the accuracy they want to get to isn't there and therefore could have false positives and lead to incorrect decisions and bad consequences. Well, now you're leading into the application of it, which is also the premise, right? Is, is what are you using it for? Yeah. What are you using it for that the false negatives make the application bad enough to abandon it right which which brings a very unique unique perspective on the the emergence of accuracy privacy application where these technologies are being you know yes used so this could then be really a policy decision mm. as to where or where not to be used because if the problem is with the accuracy of it and how good the technology is, then a company like IBM or Amazon should be trying to make it better and get to a point where we are absolutely confident about the outcome of, of an application of that technology, whereas abandoning it isn't necessarily helping you make it better, is it? You might be right. Maybe, maybe there's, you're right. I think the policy on the application of this technology may be some room, 
right? You can use this technology for X, Y, and Z, but you can't use it for A, B, C, and D, right? Yep. Maybe that's 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 where we get to. But I mean, just think about it: how powerful a technology can be where you're now regulating how to use it, right? Yeah. I mean, so I mean, it must I, be so it must be either crazy good, scary good, or you know. If people are, are or maybe a lot of false negatives. Yeah. I mean, false positives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the reality is this isn't the only technology that has controversial implications. If you look at uh, artificial intelligence and some of the comments that, you know, Elon Musk has made about what AI can do, you know, it's pretty clear that that's also going in the same direction. Well, you know, you have other people like, Jack uh, Ma from Alibaba disagreeing with Mr. Musk. You remember that that nice yeah. little episode where the clashes of of, of ideology just <laughs> rang free. I mean, it was. It, I, I mean, I nobody missed that one, right? But it's yeah. a, it's a it's a you know coming back to the core concept. It's a philosophical and a policy decision on how we implement and use powerful technologies to better our lives or yeah. to, you know, put our lives in a different realm of unknown, right? People don't like unknown. They want Absolutely. certainty. We like certainty, right? Yep. And the minute you get into a world of unknown and it's uncontrollable and it's chaos, then, you know, why with do we do that? With artificial intelligence, we're definitely stepping into... Uh, unknown territory and you know there is some parts of AI that's well developed some parts of AI still developing and I you know I think to your point earlier about where to apply some of this technology I mean it's very easy for us to tell for example some of the technology that we see applied in finance and retail are not applied in industrial today mm -hmm. I'm talking AI yeah right now, it's not to say that AI isn't, uh, you know, isn't applied in industrial, but it isn't the same level of uh, broad use that we see, partly because there are significant, you know, um, consequences to a, a, you know, an AI decision going wrong, safety, human safety, environmental safety, um, you know, and many other things. And so... And that's, I, you know, we talked about this in a previous one about closing the loop with AI, right? Mm -hmm. Where you, you, you said it and it just, it, it's in a mind of its own. It's making decisions on its own based on the data that it's grabbing, right? Yeah. That is, you know, a very unique perspective and something that people should, you know, where's the kill switch, right? Where's the, where's the, uh, the emergency exit? When things get out of control, there's got to be an emergency exit, right? Especially You're predicting sales, uh, you know, future sales of an organization. AI isn't going to be, you know, causing too much of a negative consequence if it goes wrong. The That's consequences true. are different in other areas, right? It all depends on application. Yeah, and sometimes the application may not even be worth the AI. People don't realize that. They think AI could solve everything and be part of everything. And, you know, it's much like the, the facial recognition. 
you know, where do you actually need it? You know, is where it do necessary? You need it? Is it necessary? You know, and that's where we come. Is it that good? Is it not that good? But at the core of it, is it necessary? And that's where we that's leave right. you this episode. Challenge yourself to understand whether facial recognition technology is necessary. We would absolutely love your comments. Absolutely. And uh, share that with us, uh, as you always do. And join us uh, you know, at uh, any of the podcast sites or on our website, Digital Twin Podcasts. Or you can also reach at uh, reach us at Facebook uh, and YouTube. We'll see you. Have a good week. Until next week. See ya.